thanks for Thanksgiving. The slaughter and disease, you made our women bleed and screwed us out of Manhattan for a crappy string of beads. Yes, thank you, white man. Thanks for Thanksgiving. The trail of tears we leave from your sadistic greed. So nosh on your turkey, I hope you choke on the beak. And thank you, white man, you schmuck. Yours truly, Brit Summers, at thebritsummershow.com. Presents the sweet sound of success. Good tune, voted best. The number one tune this week. Take your gold and shove it. I ain't gonna worship him no more. I've had enough of all the primitive fairy tales and folklore. I'm getting tired of giving money away to all the Christian corporate whores. You can take your God and shove it. I ain't worshiping him no more. Well, I was a Christian soldier of God, believer all these years. All that time I followed every word of the scriptures written by queers. Catch keys, say he's a powerful God in an all-knowing in a mighty way. Except in 9-11 when he must have been gone on a busman's holiday. Take your God and shove it I ain't gonna worship him no more Shove the you're alright If you're with us Cause everybody else is wrong And I'm getting tired of watching people die In the name of an invisible Lord So take your God and shove it I ain't worshiping him no more Hey, it's the Brit Summer Show on 95.3 FM, 1470 WWNN, FYINation.com, GDPR Revolution 99.com, SoFloRadio.com, TheBritSummerShow.com, TuneIn, Stitcher, and uh, Patreon? Hi, boys and girls. Yeah, this is Brit broadcasting live from a country that desperately wants to be uh, in 1918 again. So we got uh, Thanksgiving coming up, and uh, I will not have a show next week, so uh, enjoy this one while you got it. Uh, Are you tired? Are you tired of Southern accents yet? Ah, don't recall. Ah, don't la. What, uh, you you know, the the bigots, the the rednecks, they're the first ones to say, If you're going to come to this country, I want you to speak English. But they can't. It is I cannot recall, not ah, can't recall, or uh, ah, do not lie. What's a law? Is it a law or is it a lie? Or is it a la la la? I do not law. That's our uh, attorney genital who can't recall what he uh, had for lunch last week. Another one from uh, Alabama. Is Alabama, would you say that would be out of all 50 states, the dumbest one. I mean, it's hard to pick from. I'm, I'm certain that 
uh, in the bottom five. Florida has to be in there. Uh, of course, Mrs. Pissy. Louisiana. Uh, Texas, they're working their way to the bottom. Uh, so let's see, what do we got left? Uh, pretty much all the southern states. So let's just put them all in. Because where education lacks, that's where you get the dumb. That's where, that's where you see all the steeples with the peoples popping up. Because there ain't no, we don't, we don't want to read no secular books. We want to rape our youngins. They like, uh, they like uh, raping the youngins. Uh, especially in Alabama. They pride themselves on that. Why? Because of Jesus. They invoke Jesus' name whenever they uh, fondle or uh, noodle a doodle hole of a 14-year-old girl. And that's why this guy, who is not a judge... He's a judge like Johnny Brown on Laughing, where he was. Uh, where he was the judge who was singing and dancing. Here come the judge. Here come the judge. Here come the judge. Water in the courtroom. Here come the judge. Here come the judge. Here come the judge. Water in the courtroom. Here come the judge. But it, it, Johnny Brown was about as much a judge as uh, <laughs> Roy Moore, who belongs in jail. Actually, he belongs in an insane asylum. That whole state belongs in an insane asylum. See. They're the product of inbreeding. And by the way, I have noticed, I mean, after <laughs> you've seen Jeff Sessions, anybody who wants to be a lawyer, forget the online diploma mills. Forget about the uh, uh, <laughs> Trump universities and that sort of thing. You know, where you just give them ten or $20,000 and poof, you're an attorney. You know, like uh, Better Call Saul, that's where he got his law degree. You don't even have to do that in Alabama. How can inbred afterbirth, such as uh, Jeff Sessions and uh, Roy Moore, how, how is that possible that these people got through law school? They must have the easiest, breeziest law schools in, in the world, in Alabama. So all you kids out there, if you're thinking about becoming a lawyer, uh, that's where you go to go. <laughs> you can just breeze through there. The uh, Jeffy Lube Law School of Alabama. So, yeah, so kids, if you're thinking about a career in law, pack your bags and uh, go to Alabama. You could probably get a law degree there for about 10 bucks. Like this guy, uh, Brett Talley, who you, uh, by now you've probably heard of him. Uh, I don't think uh, Trump ever heard of him. This is one of those things where Trump gets a name on his desk that he's never heard of, and they say, approve this guy, and he's okay. Um... I think this is from either Steve Miller or Bannon, who's still involved with this. Don't get the idea that because he's out of the Oval Office that he's not involved. He's piping information into there. Don't believe anything you hear out of that place or from him. But all these names, all of these judicial appointments that uh, Trump... Do you actually think that Trump's ever heard of one of these people? No, they're handing him these names. And I'm certain that a lot of it's from... Uh, the NRA and a lot of it's from the uh, evangelicals, the dominionists that uh, think they're really going to take over the place. And if you don't pay attention, they will. But this guy, Brett Talley, uh, he went to the Jiffy Lube Law School. In fact, not only hasn't he ever, and he was approved for a lifetime appointment on the federal bench in Alabama, of course, but he's never seen the inside of a courtroom. Not, not only that, 
He's never seen one episode of Perry Mason, so even I've got him beat on it. I should go to Alabama, even though I'll get hung from a tree and tied to it afterwards and raped. But I should go there just to get a law degree uh, for 10 cents. Uh, what, what are they doing turning out lawyers like this and even having the balls to call them lawyers? Yeah, this guy was totally disapproved by the American Bar Association, unanimously disapproved. He's totally unqualified. And there he is sitting pretty for doing nothing or just sitting on the bench for the rest of his life. Nice and comfortable. Of course, he's going to take uh, follow orders obediently and uh, just uh, to hope that he's not going to decide any of your cases. And not to mention, he looks just like uh, if you haven't seen him. He could be a doppelganger for uh, uh, the actor that just passed away from Deadwood. Um, yeah, Powers Booth. Uh, no disrespect to Powers Booth, of course. He was a great actor. And he played Jim Jones, by the way, who... Uh, oh, uh, hello, millennials out there. Uh, yeah, Guyana. Uh, Guyana was the uh, uh, the business model used for Fox News. But yeah, he looks like Powers Booth. And I'm going to get to this uh, uh, Leanne Tweeden in, in just a moment, but I'm not done with this diatribe yet. Because this whole Roy Moore thing in Alabama is all about they don't want Doug Jones, his opponent, to be elected. Now, Doug Jones, and when you hear this, you'll understand why the redneck evangelical flat earthers still support, despite him being a mall predator and a uh, not so much a kidnapper, but he used to trap the girls inside of a, a cabin. I mean, if you hear these stories, this guy, this guy belongs in chains, man. If you have any daughters that you love or care about, keep them away from this creep. But, but these evangelicals, uh, what did he have? About 35 of them in support. They wrote a letter of support. Uh, for this rapist, it, which is what he, a pedophile and a rapist. They don't care because they don't want Doug Jones to be elected. And here's why. Not that Doug Jones is any great shakes for a Democrat. And it's not so much that he's a Democrat. But here's why they don't like Doug Jones. In 1963, a church was blown up. Oh, that's right. It was by, It was blown up by white guys, so it couldn't have been terrorism, right? Uh, a Baptist church was blown out, it was bombed, and little girls died in that explosion. Uh, and for years, for decades, the uh, two terrorists who committed that murder uh, got away with it because it's Alabama, of course, and who cares? Uh, well, or maybe it was Mississippi, I don't know. It, it was in the South. And as it turns out, uh, Doug Jones <clears throat> prosecuted the two guys that uh, did it sent him to jail, and they both died in jail, and deservedly so. They deserved a lot worse. But he's the one who did that. Uh, not to mention, he is pro-choice. Ooh, they don't like that. And, and he also prosecuted Eric Rudolph, the redneck terrorist. Uh, Eric Rudolph, who uh, blew up a uh, abortion clinic, and he blew up uh, was it the uh, Olympics in, in Atlanta. And he blew up, I think it was a gay bar in Atlanta. I'm not a lesbian bar. I'm not sure of the details, but he was a uh, serial bomber. And of course, he was white. 
So uh, that's not terrorism, I guess. Uh, what do they want us to think? Gee, media, tell me what to think, what to think. Screw the media, he's a terrorist. And, uh, and they finally nailed him after he was hiding out for, jeez, oh, 20 years. And up there in, uh, up in the boot hills of Georgia. And uh, they were keeping him hid. And I think the FBI found him when he was foraging for food in a dumpster behind a Walmart. That's if memory serves correctly. That's where they finally nailed the guy. And of course, and, and uh, Doug Jones prosecuted him. So that's why. Now you have the answer to why uh, evangelicals and good Christian loving Republicans are, are supporting this pedophile, Roy Moore, with his uh, cowboy Dan outfit and his uh, little pistol and his uh, tiny little uh, thing. So now you have the answer to that. You're welcome, and thank you for tuning into this show where you'll get the truth. And the truth is, boys and girls, that anybody who says they're a Christian and they have Jesus in their heart and they have accepted Jesus into their lives, well, what they're saying is that they've got a license to cheat, steal, kill, anything they want to do, even kidnap and rape your daughter. One of these girls... Uh, well, they're late. It's, she's a woman now. But when she was a little girl, she fought to get out of his car. Uh, according to her account, he pushed her out of the car. She was on the pavement, and he burned rubber right next to her head. What a nice guy. What a good Jesus-loving Christian. And, and, and all you Christians out there that say, well, that's not me. I don't worship that. That's, that's not what I believe in. That's not how I worship Christ. That's not the way I lead my life. Well, you've got a lot of brand repair to do because this is all over the media. We are now even more blemished in the view of the world because of your Sharia-like Christianity. You have taken it down so far. Uh, it's getting hard to tell the difference between you and between Sharia law. What's the difference between you and the Taliban? What's the difference? Oh, okay, so you don't have big swords that you, you chop people's heads off. It's the only difference I can see. You hate women. You have no respect for women. Christians are like this. They'll offer you a slice of apple pie or a pecan pie, and you like it? Good, you like that? And then they'll, they'll take the knife that they use to slice the pie and slide it right through your ribs and your back. That's what Christians do. These, these days, anyway. I'm certain that uh, at one time, uh, we've had people who say they were Christians or born again, and they wanted to go through life doing the right thing in the eyes of the Lord. And as it turns out, they're full of crap. It turns out that, that they really just, they're no better than the terrorists that they say there's a war against, that, that we're fighting against. I don't see a difference. Do you? Do you? If you're going to support this type of an animal, anybody? If you're in favor of raping 14-year-old girls and it's okay and you're going to take it to the media and you're going to fight it and you're going to and you're going to write support into you're going to vote for this guy no matter what only because the other guy prosecuted murderers and terrorists that you happen to have liked because they were bigots and racists just like you so the, so that's what a Christian is that's Christianity today well, you got a lot of uh, anybody who's Christian out there who is is a good person, who is decent, and is offended by any of this. You've got a lot of hard work to do, and you better start cleaning up your house, your house of worship, because your brand is only getting worse. Mm -hmm.
We got a little pretty now thing. The station that delivers presents a live one A deliverance weekend. All weekend long. You can qualify by winning video cassettes of the movie Deliverance. What is it you, you require? We require that you listen to the radio all weekend long. Don't say anything, just do it. The grand prize winner will be flown to Dothan, Georgia for a canoe trip for two down the Kahunawassee River, including accommodations in beautiful and trees. It's easy to win. Now let's you just drop them pants. Just take them right off. Good panties. Take them off. Simply be the tenth caller every time you hear Ned Beatty squeal like a pig. <laughs> it's a deliverance weekend all weekend long from a station that gets you where it hurts. Q95. Hi, I'm Banjo V, and I got a record out you might like. It's called Slippery Wind Stepped In, featuring all my best songs, like this one here. Shot through the hard year to blame, you give love a bad name. Also, this is. Oh, we're halfway there. Oh, living on a prairie, yes, And also, one of my favorite tear jerkers. Cause I'm a cowboy on a steel horse I ride. Cause I'm wanted. Dead or alive. Yep, that's Slippery When Stepped In by me, Banjo V. Available on LP, cassette, 8-track, and floppy cow chip. Where the truth is not a dirty word. The Brit Summons Show. and bread Christian in Hicksville and that goes for every town in God's country with a cross on their hill yeah it's all them pea-brained redneck prank loving mugwump Christians in Hicksville that are blindly loyal to the criminal royalty that's getting us killed now these green teeth Toby Keith fans that are dumber than dog do are banging each other's wives, getting high as a kite, cause there ain't much else to do. And these God-fearing Christian Jesus freaks don't have to go south of the border. Just ask Brother Birch at your local church and place another order. Bathtub crank, the drug of choice for rednecks. Bathtub crank, and a can of Mountain Dew. You're listening to the Brit Summer Show, 95.3 FM, 1470 WWNN. Uh, just a real quick thing about Rand Paul. Uh, you've probably heard by now that his neighbor uh, got pissed off and uh, beat the living crap out of him. Just uh, pummeled him, uh, broke his ribs, and, and just uh, mobilized him. Well, who hasn't wanted to do that? <laughs> and now Rand Paul is back in relatively good health. And ready to vote against any good health you want to have. Uh, I wanted to get to this uh, Al Franken thing. Yeah, the 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 uh, 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 Al Franken. I am not 
a fan of Al Franken and never have been. He's uh, uh, been of my interest, I would say, only in terms of uh, when he worked for SNL. And he was great with Tom Davis, who uh, he didn't get along with uh, Tom Davis too well. No, John Trump. Uh, but really... <laughs> And he's a, he's a good author. He's a good writer. But as a stand-up, no. Uh, Air America, or as the rednecks call it, Air America, uh, the failed radio network. And the reason they failed is because everything they did was wrong. Uh, <laughs> he, well, I would say, here, okay, let me start with this. Al Franken was one of a uh, lineup, part of a lineup. Uh, that Liz Winstead set up. She was under the impression. Now, Liz Winstead was a TV woman. She had her career in television. She had no idea about radio. And she was instrumental in uh, setting this up in, in, a, in a large part. And so she thought, naturally, being from television, that we'll line it up with television stars and sprinkle it with a couple of radio personalities as well. Well, the result was... <laughs> You had two, count them, two people on there that were radio people. Well, three actually, but Nicole Sandler was uh, like overnight. But you had Randy Rhodes. She was a radio professional broadcaster. And Mike Malloy. Oh, I take that back. Yeah, Mike Malloy's been in radio a long, long time. Randy Rhodes. And I, I can't remember. I think Tom Hartman was on there. Okay, so there's one, two, three, and Nicole Sandler overnight. There's four people. Everybody else on Air America was related in one way or another to television. They were either stand-up comics, Janine Garofalo, uh, and they even had, I think Richard Belzer was on there. Uh, TV personalities and stand-ups. That's what it was. So what you got was really boring stuff and really awful. Th oh, by the way, I forgot to mention Rachel Maddow was on there. Her show was slightly worse than Al Franken's radio show. I'm talking about the radio shows, okay? If you heard uh, audio of Rachel's show back when she was on Air America, you would you would scratch your head on it. How the hell did she swing a TV show? Okay, so she's had great success with her television show. And uh, as a television personality, she does quite well. But uh, not on radio. Uh-uh. Sorry. Does not work. It was terrible. Oh, oh, you would, it hurt so bad you would cry. It was that bad of a show. But then you had Al Franken, the Al Franken show, prior to when he ran for the Senate. Now, he did have political experience. He was a Paul Wellstonian. He was friends with Paul Wellstone. And Paul Wellstone was a tremendous guy, of course. Uh, uh, the Bush administration uh, sanctioned a hit on Paul Wellstone. Oh, I'm not allowed to say that. I'm a conspiracist uh, because uh, he was fighting against uh, our invasion in Iraq in 2003. And uh, he uh, got into an argument with Dick Cheney one day, uh, stormed out of his office, did not go well, uh, got on the plane and, uh-oh, the plane blew up. And what did Norm Mineta say after the plane blew up about the death of Paul Wellstone? Um, it was the wind. The wind. The Rockaway plane crash. What did Norm Mineta say? It was 
the wind. The wind. Oh, can't, we can't forget Mel Carnahan, his plane crash. What did they call that? What was the reason the plane crash? It was uh, Normanetta. What was it? The wind. It was the wind. Yeah. I don't forget. Anyway, Franken was a true believer in Paul Wellstone, which is great. Paul Wellstone was a wonderful guy. And he aspired to run for Wellstone seat, which he eventually got naturally. And he's done a okay job as a senator. But his radio show, it sucked. It was terrible. And for a, a good portion of when he was on the air, he was using the show to campaign for a senatorial run. Which is, as far as I'm concerned, that's fine. But what that's what it, the show eventually turned into. The problem with the Al Franken show, and I'm not... I'm not talking that long ago. I'm talking maybe eight, nine, ten years ago. He, he, he was on every day. He, he, uh, he, he preceded the Randy Rhodes show. And it was painful to listen to. Now, how do I know this? Because Neil was on 10 to 2. So when I got in the car, <laughs> there it was. Al Franken. Yeah. <laughs> because I... I couldn't listen to sports after Neil was sports. And much as I, I adored Jim Mandage, he talked about sports. So there was nothing really to listen to after Neil went on. So uh, what'd you hear on the way home? You heard uh, the Al Franken show. And uh, it was terrible. So what do we have? We have this Leanne Tweeden. And this is all took place in 2006. Uh, okay. We've all seen the picture now. And uh, even Al Franken said, oh, you can investigate me. I apologize. But a boop, but a beep. And he said about the picture, he says, uh, looking back in it now, it wasn't a funny joke. And uh, yeah, yeah, it wasn't funny, Al, because you're not funny. It's like your show wasn't funny. Uh, and he's not even really touching her in the picture. But the mistake he made was she was asleep. Now, this girl was no stranger to TNA Yuma. As a matter of fact, I've got the audio from the Howard Stern show she was on, uh, thinking back in 2005, and I'm going to play that for you on the second portion of this show because uh, I'm not going to take the chance while I'm on the air. But stay tuned online and you'll hear it. Uh, it's Leanne Tweeden on the Howard Stern show. TNA all the way. She, she's no shrinking violet. And now the Republicans are going to build her up because she's a right winger. Republicans are going to build her up as this, this she's this pillar of integrity. This woman was, a, a, okay, it wasn't funny. It was stupid. Al Franken's humor was stupid. It, and I understand that uh, it was part of a comedy bit that he was playing out and all this, but she was asleep. Now, number one, when you hear this uh, Howard Stern thing, She's no stranger to uh, playing grab ass with other people. That's This girl, she made a career out of it. But what Al did was stupid. And he should apologize for a lack of judgment. I mean, in 2006, he was actually starting to run for a senatorial seat. You should think about the consequences of things you do while you're doing that. And there he was trying to be a, a, a clown, a comedian, which he was. Essentially, that's what he was, a comedian, but uh, a comic writer, more or less. And uh, it was stupid. It wasn't funny. Even the way they described the sketch that they were going to do, 
It's not a funny sketch. And the biggest mistake of all is if if she was awake, that picture wouldn't have mattered at all. She probably would have been smiling and grabbing him too because that's the type of... When you hear this Howard Stern thing, you'll see what I'm talking about. Uh, but she was asleep. That was his mistake. You don't do that when anybody is asleep. That's a rotten thing to do. And for that, he should apologize. He was not doing a uh, sexual predator thing. He was being a... Uh, well, for my online audience, he was being a asshole. He was being a moron. And the, the, the gesture was a uh, sexual gesture, but he wasn't even touching. If you look at that picture, his hands are not on her. He's, he's being an unfunny person like he really is. Uh, and, and he uh, does owe an apology to the world of comedy. But now, and the reason I'm saying this, number two, they're going to tout this woman. When I say they, I'm talking about Fox News, Hannity, who's her friend, Sean Hannity. They're going to tout her as this pillar of integrity, this fine young woman who would never. You listen to this Howard Stern thing. And this is just one of them. She would tour as the TNA Jiggle Girl. So she's no stranger to this type of humor. And I'm going to prove it in just a few moments on the second half of this show. So I wouldn't be too offended. I wouldn't grab my pearls just yet until you hear her on the Howard Stern show. And you could see where, I guess, Franken, at the time, uh, thought he had license to uh, play around like that. Now, you have to put your head back. Here's what people are not going to do throughout this whole controversy with Al Franken. You have to put your head back 10 years First of all, she was a negligee, soft porn queen. She was a model. Why do you think she was on the Iraq tour to, for the soldiers? Because when they do those USO shows, they always have a very sexy, buxom girl uh, to please the soldiers out. They've, they've done it since the Bob Hope days, since World War II in Vietnam. They, they, you know, it was always Anita Ekberg or Gina Lola Bridget. Oh, let's bring her out here. Uh, I want to tell you. And nothing's changed since then. They, they, they still do that. So that's what she was there for. And she was part of a comedy sketch. But the whole reason that this is a, an issue now, it's not because, well, she's a settled. Oh, by the way, the, the media is saying she is a news anchor woman. She's on a sports show. She does the news bits on a sports show. And she's very right wing and she has she's very opinionated. And that's OK. But the, the, the reason behind it is her friend is Sean Hannity. Let's not forget that. So there you are in 2006. You got Al Franken with a goofy, stupid radio show. It's an awful one at that. And this girl uh, being the TNA jiggle girl, uh, going from talk show to talk show, uh, showing off her body. Fine. That's what was going on in 2006. So naturally, he felt like he had license to do that. Okay. That being said, the reason this is coming out now is because you've seen the, uh, well, maybe you haven't. Jeff Sessions is perjuring his ass off in front of Al Franken. I do not know. I never heard. I don't know. I don't know what Russian means. I can't spell Russian. Uh, who's obviously colluded with the Russians during uh, Trump's campaign. And Franken was the best to question him, to grill him. He's done the best job so far. Well, it seems uh, he's doing too good a job, huh? So, so they have to, and of course, coupled with, if you connect the dots, you, you couple this with the uh, Roy Moore thing, well, it all makes sense. 
Not to mention, it's a beautiful diversion because you got this tax bill that uh, just today, the Republican House uh, passed this uh, disgusting tax bill that's going to make this country even worse on top of all these judicial appointments that uh, Trump is, uh, that they're just uh, ramming them through, no problem. But uh, there's a, a lot of comedy bits that I did 10 years ago. Don't forget, I was still on top of the game 10 years ago. I still had it. I was still going strong locally down here. And I uh, had no shortage of Val Franken comedy bits. Uh, now, in this segment of the Al Franken show, uh, the, the Franken Radio Theater will politically satirize the Godfather. It's a panic. Now, all the roles will be performed by a cast of me. Let's uh, have some radio fun, uh, shall we? Uh, I made the gun nice and loud to scare off any pain in the rear bystanders. Uh, make sure that the the gun is there. You see, I, I don't want my brother walking out of there with uh, O'Reilly's toy in his hand. <laughs> Did you get that? I wrote that myself. Uh, they they shot him five times, uh, but he shows a great deal of resiliency. And that's good news. <laughs> Do you know who I am? I am Al Franken. I made my bones when you were engaging in consensual promiscuity with interns. And now, let me uh, remove my glasses here. Ow! Out my eye. That's smart. Uh... That O'Reilly is a pimp. It was Novak all along. Johnny Ola told me about this place. Or was it Uncle June? <laughs> uh, anyway, I, I'm smart enough. Yeah, I'm good enough. And doggone it, people like me. Not like they say. <laughs> now, here is the uh, famous toll booth scene. Uh, can we have the uh, sound effect, please? Ow. 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 <laughs> well, we'll be back with more weak radio after this strong break. <laughs> Brit Summers, it is the Brit Summer Show on 95.3 FM, 1470 WWNN. And like I promised my terrestrial audience, you see, I was not canceled. <laughs> it was a computer glitch. Who knows, I might be canceled soon. Uh, and if it is, eh, I still got the online show. But, uh, because I don't get paid for this, so, uh, eh, I'm good filler between spots. And I come in handy for that. So, uh, I thank the staff crew and management of this station for allowing me to be filler between the spots. <laughs> Everybody, uh, have a great Thanksgiving. And, uh, I'll see you all here again, uh, very, very soon. So anybody interested in listening to that Leanne Tweeden, uh, Howard Stern uh, interview, uh, stay tuned and uh, online on the BritSummerShow.com, SoundCloud, FYINation.com, GDPRRevolution99.com, Stitcher, Patreon, bada boop, bada beep, all all these things. And uh, I thank my terrestrial audience for tuning in. I'll see you all here again uh, after the holidays, right here. On 95.3 FM, 1470, WWNN. 
It's Boca Brit, and this is the Britney Summers Show. America loves to watch boobs and butts and boinking. Step right up, ladies and gentlemen, to see the world's biggest hooters, melons, nipple loons, sperm sponges, war hands, yah yahs. <laughs> I walk into the strip club, what did I see? I head into the flesh bombs walking right at me. They look like two big headlights, I felt like a deer. I closed my eyes and screamed like hell as she came near. Peeking through my fingers, I began to moan. Were these natural wonders are made from silicone? Enormous tits. Enormous tits. I just can't help thinking they were built from a kit. Enormous tits. Enormous tits. Well, I had a bunch of dollars when I went to this place. I could swear there was a smile on old George's face. There was Nicky Knockers and Candy Cantaloupes. There was Heidi Hooters dressed up like the boat. If they had a baby and fed it from their breast, they better buy that kid a really good life vest. Enormous tits. Enormous tits. I just can't help thinking they were built from a kid. Enormous tits. Enormous You're listening to the Brit Summer Show, FYINation.com. GDPR Revolution 99.com. As opposed to this Roy Moore thing, Al Franken, uh, did ask forgiveness, and he's been a human being about it, as, a, as opposed to what I can say for that filth, that piece of garbage, that uh, predatory pedophile in Alabama, uh, who forced himself on young teenage girls. This is way different. Way sorry, Sean Hannity. This is way different than what you're going to try, trying to. Uh, compare this to, as you're about to find out, with this clip from The Howard Stern Show with Leanne Tweeden from, I think it was 2005. She was on his show a bunch of times, so it's one of those times in the early aughts. You're too much woman for me. I can't handle you. At least I admit it. You got a nice curve to you. I like that. Thank you. I like it. Pretty womanly, huh? You're a woman. So I was and what young. is your job exactly? Because they're saying you'd be a good, you know, not only are you hot, obviously. And those are those your real boobs? No, actually. Oh, man, not. they look real. Yeah, no, Thank that, you. Those are good. So now, you have nice skin, you know? <laughs> you kind of look kind of Puerto Rican. mom and dad. Are you Puerto Rican? No, actually, my mother's Filipino and Spanish, and my dad's Norwegian. Nice combo. Yeah. Perfect. Dad did, dad did good. Yeah, you got nice <laughs> boobs. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Pow! Pow! Hardy! Calm down, dude. You haven't lost the weight yet. Hey, hey, I'm 30 (laughs) sit-ups away from getting this chick. Hey, you're (laughs) worried. Keep keep losing the weight, honey. I like when you're totally shaved. Lord. I love that. I love it. I'm sorry. I love it. Is your girlfriend like that? Listen, that's her story to tell. All right. But you know if I love it. Obviously. When you're my woman, you want to please me. Because I'm such a great lover. what, What about you pleasing her? I like... Oh, I, that'll never happen. <laughs> I um. Yeah. I heard you hung like a horse, Howard. No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. Ever been paddled with a fish? That's the kind of stuff I'm into. <laughs> Do you know, I you actually even I know. saw that piece on TV. <laughs> Didn't the eyeball like? <laughs> the eyeball popped out. We were talking true. about that. We saw that in the green room. There was. You look fabulous. Thank you. You do. How old were you when you lost your virginity? Fourteen. Dad, Dad, don't listen. Fourteen, right? Almost fifteen. Yeah. Wow. Didn't you? Was it your boyfriend? Thirty. 
No, no, no. That, that, that one, no. That was a little bit later on. At 17. That 16. At 17, didn't you run off with a 30 year old guy? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You had a good childhood. Oh, my you had a, When a girl has a body like this, she can't be held back. She can't be held back. She's like, I have to go use my body. <laughs> yeah. I need to go get laid. Dad, it needs to be used. Special gal. After hearing that, all I could think about was. It's a good thing Howard Stern isn't a senator questioning Jeff Sessions, as uh, Sessions perjures his little inbred KKK ass. Yeah, so you see, there's the girl. There's the girl that everybody's upset. Oh, that poor woman. Oh, what she went through. And please, I I am not, by a long shot, me, (laughs) I am not defending uh, the action that uh, Al Franken did. Uh, it was wrong. It was stupid. He, he he was moronic. He was thoughtless, and and he deserves what he gets. But but it's far from comparable to it. You can hardly equate it to this uh, Roy Moore thing. And that's what they're going to do. And you're going to get a lot of yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but what about what about what about yeah, but yeah, but what about what about what about yeah, but play that clip for them next when you hear that. There's your clip. You can have it, download it, and uh, you can play that back for them. Well, it was still wrong. It was still wrong. Yeah, it, it was wrong. Because she was asleep. That's the thing. I think the whole thing would have had a whole different uh, tone to it. Was she awake? Because she used to like to play like that. Obviously, as you have just heard. And to surmise, okay, she uh, accepted uh, Franken's apology. That's all very nice. And uh, for anybody out there, and I've seen a lot of this on Facebook online, nobody is defending Uh, What Al Franken did. But what I'm pointing out here is I'm putting this into uh, perspective that the media does not. Despite what she says about him planting his lips, which is ew, ew. In 2006, she was on tour to do comedy with him. Now, with what she said about him planting his lips on her with tongue... Uh, whether that was written into the sketch or not. <laughs> uh, the picture, the stupid picture, he wasn't touching or anything, but she was, uh, I'm assuming, asleep because that could have been a gag photo. Nobody really knows. Only she knows for sure. It might have been a gag photo where, okay, I'll pretend like I'm asleep. Possible. It's possible. But just the same, the picture itself, one, was not funny, and two, I'm going to go with the fact that she was asleep. And it was just a dumb, dumb thing to do. And he's he's regretting it now. But I, the reason I'm trying to put this all in perspective is because it's not so much about her. She is very, very, very close friends with John Hannity. Please, let's not lose sight of this fact. So, with her accepting uh, Franken's apology, which is great, that's what grown-ups are supposed to do, she still has a win-win. And the first win is this. Number one, she wins by reinventing her image, which she was trying to do all along doing this. Uh, <laughs> the media calls her a news anchor woman. She, she's a ripping reader in a, on a morning sports show. That's really far away from being a, a Los Angeles news woman. She's not. But she spent years, years and years and years as a, uh, a, a jiggle girl. Uh, doing soft porn uh, photography and all this stuff. 
And not, not that I care, but let's face the facts. Let's face reality. That's what she built her career on. That's how she built a name. And so the first win here is that she's reinventing her image. Now she has the image of a very respectable uh, newswoman, uh, which she did not have uh, prior to this. Uh, maybe in, in Los Angeles, because she's local out there. People know who she is. But nat on the national scene, uh, I don't know about you, but most people only remember as the, as the jiggle girl on the Howard Stern show or, or on other shows. So she wins there because now she's uh, viewed nationally as the uh, very respectable, uh, as I've seen lately, very conservatively uh, coiffed and dressed, uh, uh, respectable newswoman. And she wants to uh, reinvent herself in that image. Great. Uh, I don't falter for that, but she used that photograph, which he was holding on for the right time, uh, to do it. Okay, so she's achieved that. The other win for her is... The impeccable timing. Now, I don't think she was behind this so much as I think it was Roger Stone. It was probably Bannon was involved in somewhat respect. And, of course, Sean Hannity, the Fox mouthpiece. And this works in their favor because they have crippled the credibility of Al Franken, which he has since he's been out of show business. Oh, uh, that part was a relief. But since he's been a senator, he's been doing a fairly good job. I have some issues with him, but he has been working. This this everybody lost sight of. He's wor He was working to protect net neutrality. Uh, I don't know who's going to step up for that now. Uh, and not to mention uh, the uh, Sessions hearings where he uh, grilled Sessions to the point of committing perjury several times. But you're not going to hear that on the right-wing media. And that vote for the new tax bills coming up, going to go to the Senate. And he is a senator, so he's going to be voting on it. Uh, maybe they were hoping this would uh, he would resign a lot faster. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. I still think he's going to be able to vote no. on that uh, tax scam. So in that regard, she won on that. It was a win-win. But I don't think it was so much her. I, I really think that Sean Hannity thought this would be a, a, an equivalency to the, the, the Roy Moore thing, somehow. Despite the fact that at the time, Leanne Tweeden was in her early 30s, uh, they thought this would uh, take the spotlight, and to some degree it did. But this is far from molesting teenage girls. It's not even, it's not even close. But uh, don't tell that to right-wingers. They're going to compare it to the... Uh, yeah, but what about, what about, what about Franken? That's, that's what they wanted to achieve. So it was a win-win. When I decided on breast augmentation, I thought I'd take the time and get all the facts. You should invest in some boobs like these. They believe they're very close to being able to grow breasts from stem cells. For over 20 years, saline breast implants have been a preferred choice of women and their doctors. I want big ones. Bigger than a horse's ass. Now I feel great about my decision. <laughs> Woo! These are big! She's got a couple of major league yabos. I, I, I find the most erotic part of a woman is the boobies. They had a cake in the shape of my boob. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. I've been looking at your breasts. Complications may include pain and deflation. My mother's breasts were a source of silicone and Russian vodka. Look at the tits on that blonde, man! Okay! She talks to guys with lousy diction. Hey, uh, honeys, can I buy you a drink? 
Vinnie Guido Joey D. Hey, Joey D, that's uh, me, yeah. He asked her, do you come here often? What's a babe like you doing in a balls-up joint like this? Can I get you a drink on me? Hey, uh, don't mind uh, the sore on my lip, it's temporary, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, don't go away. You know, you're beautiful babe. I like that fishnet skirt, that's beautiful. You remind me of my mother. Bloodshot eyes, he got to pee now. Be right back, sweet. He's just gonna drain the dragon. Where's his chinos way too tight? Oh, yeah, but don't I look good? Breaks out a wad of 50s when the check comes. Yeah, I'm in the union. Then expects her to spend the night. What do you mean, no? What do you mean? Yes, she talks to Guido. Come on, honey. They all wear fancy gold chains. Come on, sweetie, I'll show you a good time. Oh, yes, she talks to Guido. Come on, baby. All looks and no brains. What do you mean, no brains? Who said that? Yes, she talks to Guido. Come here. Let's fight. But she's wise to get fight. Hey, where are you? Oh, yes, she talks to Guido. The best music. Thank goodness it's finally Brittany Summers on the Brit Summers Show. Here's my story, sad but true, about a girl called Syphilis Sue. Had a bug and ran it around. Gave it to every guy in town. to the Britney Summer Show. Here, you know, here's a here's a thing. I've never thought everything that I've experienced through my comedy writing years. Uh, I'm, I've never thought how often I'd be able to recycle bits that I've done. And if you'll recall, uh, after the 9/11 attack from the Saudis, uh, the right wingers their uh, talking points 
were uh, to blame Clinton, the lack of uh, national security during the Clinton administration. That was the first thing they, they said off the well, naturally, because I have to blame the previous administration for everything they do wrong. So that was the thing, uh, I guess, for the first year or so after uh, 9-11. And now, because of this investigation, Mueller's investigation into Russia, they're blaming Clinton. <laughs> Well, we've got to have an investigation into the Clinton Foundation. Okay, fine. They're private citizens now. Got nothing to do with this country right now. They're not running it. But if you hear their talking points, you'll hear them slip in all the time. This Clinton administration. It is this Clinton administration. They're saying that. So people start thinking that somehow, and, and you, you've been listening to my show for a while. You know, I'm in no way a fan of Hillary Clinton, but uh, they're trying to, you know, foist it all over onto her, uh, all of the Russian thing. We, the, the Democrats didn't need the Russians to lose. They did it all by themselves. And if the Russians were involved in anything with the Clinton administration, it would be the Clinton Foundation because that is a dirty foundation. I agree with that. Go ahead, investigate it, knock yourself out. But don't use it as a diversion away from the real issue here is that this government is being run by the Kremlin. Please don't sidestep that issue. I don't miss the Clintons. I'm not going to miss uh, Hillary. Uh, go ahead, prosecute her all the way to, to Sunday. But... Right now, this country's being run by the Kremlin. As you can see from his trip over there, when he had a lot of fun with it, he uh, played grab ass with his buddy, uh, Putin. They're laughing their ass off at us. So I'm glad, I'm very happy that uh, uh, Bob Mueller is uh, working very diligently and very quietly. And uh, hopefully more indictments will fly out. One thing I don't understand, and I'd like to ask somebody to get this straight, I was under the impression that Joe Flynn, I mean, not Joe Flynn, <laughs> that uh, this guy, General Flynn, this traitor Flynn, uh, I was under the impression he was uh, offered immunity to flip. Apparently not, because the, the next indictment allegedly is going to go after him. And, and hopefully his son. Oh. Yeah, how's that uh, pizzeria slave trade thing going? That was his son that, that uh, started throwing that around. It was written, it was dreamed up by uh, Russia, and of course his son believed everything. And, and, and who else? Uh, Alex Jones uh, latched onto that one. The pizzeria slave trading thing that the Clintons were running. Listen, Clinton's got enough dirt on them where you can go for reality, you can go for the real things that they do. You know what? You don't even have to bother inventing things. Yeah, the Clinton Foundation, really, uh, I mean, when everything was going well with the Obama thing and uh, Bill Clinton was going, this was long before the uh, 2016 election, on The Daily Show, you saw Bill Clinton go on there with Jon Stewart and Clinton was praising the foundation for doing great things in Africa. AIDS has gone down like 98%. Yeah, okay, so they distributed rubbers down there. How many billions of dollars does that cost? It cost them maybe a couple of hundred bucks to distribute rubbers down in Africa. So the AIDS epidemic went down. Uh, okay, what else? Hello? And What else? I don't know. Yeah, that was about it. That was their, their claim to fame. All through the uh, Obama administration, when uh, Clinton was uh, doing fundraisers for his, uh, th that that that's that's that was his claim to fame. 
The AIDS epidemic was decreased in Africa. Well, that's very nice, but what else have you done with the billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars? I don't know. Who have you helped over here? Which I, I got into in another show with the, uh, the Bill Gates Foundation. Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Again, uh, they uh, do things in Africa. Well, I, I think, last I checked, you were born and raised in this country and we can use your help too. Why is it always fucking Africa? Okay, okay, they can use the help. That's nice. Help them. But that's it. What about this place over here, where you made your fortunes? I don't know. Oh, fuck this place. Let's hide our money in overseas accounts and just uh, say we did shit in Africa. Lies, 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 blaming Clinton on your failure now. He tried back in 98, diverted by Monica Gay, who wags the dog now. You murdering neocon clowns. Follow blind, all in line. Americans don't want to read Brainwashed by news that they don't need Soccer moms and SUVs Pop their heads to like 103 And they lie And confuse With subterfuge As they blame it all on Clinton GLP Knows your sheep And they blame it all on Clinton You have been listening to the Britney Summer Show, coming at you live from a dead business. <laughs> it's on FYINation.com, uh, GDPRRevolution99.com, ZoflowRadio.com, TuneIn, Stitcher, and of course, the BritSummerShow.com, where you will see a donate button there. <laughs> and thank you for those who have clicked on it very, very much. And for the holidays, uh, now just a uh, little memo. Uh, I will not be here next week. It is Thanksgiving, and uh, I got uh, Mishpulka coming in, so I'll be busy. And uh, But in the meantime, if you're doing your holiday shopping online, uh, click on the little pink banner, and you'll see my uh, cheesecake calendar in case uh, you, you want to see if the uh, looks matches the voice. Uh, it don't. But give it a click anyway. And uh, and I, I thank you for at least giving it. Uh, yeah, it doesn't cost you to look, so go ahead. Everybody out there, have a great Thanksgiving holiday. Uh, thanks for tuning in again. And now you know the world as I see it from here. Till next time, this is Brittany Summer saying the truth. You find the fun, radiates around the Brit Summer Show. Say, Mr. Businessman, you may be guilty of sexual harassment at the office without even knowing it. To find out, take this simple test. What's wrong with this remark? And when you finish typing that report, Miss Hornblatt, I'd like to fondle your gazungas. Figured it out?
Of course. Here's what he should have said. And when you finish typing that report, Miss Hornblatt, I'd like to fondle your gazungas, please. Yes, courtesy is the watchword in the workplace. A simple please and thank you is a sign of mutual respect. A message from the Council for a Sex-Free America.